Welcome to Your Best Riding Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Writers Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb. Each week, I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft. I am extremely glad that you're listening in today. Today, we're talking about running a successful launch team. My industry expert, I'm so glad she's here, is Tammy Karasik. Tammy uses humor and wit to bring joy and hope to every aspect in life. She's president of the ACFW Upstate South Carolina, a member of My Book Therapy Novel Academy. She's the blog editor for Word. She's the blog editor for Word Weavers International. Tammy is a social media coordinator for Blue Ridge. Yay! And she's a monthly contributor to the Right Conversation website. And she's also participated in more than 100 book launches on both sides of the launch team. Perfect person for this topic. Everyone, welcome, please. Tammy, so good to have you here on Your Best Writing Life. Well, thanks, Linda. I am tickled pink to be here with you and all the listeners. Yay. All right, so let's take a moment. We're going to kind of pull, pull back the curtain. It's like pull back the curtain of Tammy's life here. But I mean, we're not <laughs> going to pull it really far back. We're going to pull it back a little bit. So Tammy, share with us something we may not find in your bio. Well, I, would, I love to tell this story about way back in the early 80s. Focus on the family had run this contest to find out what is your best job pairing. And as a new mom, I, I'm home with a, with a child. What could I do? So I took this test. I was so excited. It took over an hour. And when it came back, it said my best job fit would be a networker. And I looked at that and thought, I came from corporate personnel. And I tell you, I've never seen the word networker as one of our job choices. And I thought, really, that's all you can come up with? Like, could I really walk up to some place and say, I'd like to apply for your networking job? And they would look at me and say, excuse me, I don't really know what you're talking about. But through the years, as I have matured, I have found that Focus on the Family was pretty much spot on because I found myself as a massive networker. And when you think of what a networker is, often we think of that as passing out your cards to everyone. And that is kind of part of that. But a networker is what I consider more of the connector of people and knowing what someone needs. And you say, I know someone that can help you with that. Let me give you their number or let me go introduce you to them. They're standing right over there. So that's kind of one of those when I share that story, people kind of look at me, shake their head and go, uh, yep, you really are. And that's what I'm going to say right now, Tammy. I've, I've been with you. I've been around you. I've been on the receiving end of, oh, you need to get in touch with so-and-so. So I'm glad that you are that networker. And I'm so glad that you're here with us today because you're going to help us kind of network through having and running a successful launch team. So let's jump right in there. How did you become involved in launch teams? Well, back in, I'm going to guess around 2011, when I really felt the Lord tell me that I should be writing, and I kind of questioned him, I thought I really need to read more than I already do. And then I saw an opportunity 
for being on blogging for books. And I had just started a blog that year and I thought, well, I read books and this would be a great start. And it was through Waterbrook Montnomah, which is an imprint of Penguin Random House. And the next year I found another one through HarperCollins. And then the next year was Tyndale House. And in 2015, I'm already up to Bethany House. And I had so much fun reading these books and giving honest reviews um, and we were allowed to give more than just you know, a one or to five. You were allowed to talk about it. And I really felt that the better I talked about a book, especially those that really impacted me, whether they were fiction or nonfiction, I felt they were helpful to the readers as well as to the author that maybe maybe they needed to know that that book could have used a little more character development or whatever. And I really got into it kind of that little nerdy effect there. I really got into it um, and tried my best. And I really started seeing how much I enjoyed it. And then, then we evolved into authors popping out and putting call outs for their launch teams. And you were doing a little bit more than just a review or a blog post. You were actually getting onto the social media things. And I thought, well, well, I can do that. And I started really seeing the value for the author, not so much me, whether I got a free book or a free download, but I really saw as I started meeting authors, that value for them and not just saying, Hey, I have a launch team. It was more of, I really want to share the word of this book that I read. I did how it impacted me learn from it. A lot of my books, I would be embarrassed for anybody to see. They've got writing all over them because I've used many of them as a textbook, even if it's a fiction book. I've learned so much from other writers. So um, I just really saw that value for an author uh, and just really kind of started getting into it more. There And there's how I ended up being on over 100. And you also said that you're on both sides of it. So participating as a launch team member and also reviewing. So you've a lot of background in this in this industry, which it has almost become an industry of launching someone's books. So right. this this is fabulous. Well, looking at the launch team for itself as itself, what do you consider the highest benefit of a launch team for the writers? going to say that the one of the best things from my personal opinion is that you're going to find new readers when you have a launch team you are reaching out to their friends that you might know and you may have new readers new fans and they some of them even turn into good friends that's how I have some of my author friends were because I was on one or two or more of their launch teams and then they become as for the writer, these readers become your cheerleaders. And honestly, right now, who doesn't need a good cheerleader? Oh, that is so true. So true. All right. Well, before we jump, dive deeper into mm -hmm. launch teams, I know you also wanted to share something about beta readers, influencers, and street teams, as, because they do play a big part in launching our books as well. Yes. Yes. Um, these are, I want you to know too, that this is my opinion based on not only being a part of these launch teams, but being on the other side 
and helping authors run their launch teams or just running launch teams for authors. So a beta reader in a brief description would be, these are the people that are going to read your full book. Like your critique group has read bits and pieces, but these beta readers are going to be the first people that will read chapter one all the way through the end. And yes, your mom can be a beta reader. I'm not going to say moms can't, but really what you want is maybe somebody who writes in that genre that has published, uh, somebody who's just a voracious reader and they know what they like and they know what to look for. Um, and you want someone that you know will be honest with you. Like you don't want someone who's going to go, oh, that was a lovely book, Tammy. I'm so glad that you wrote this. I can't wait for it to come out. means you would probably buy anything I wrote. So you want someone who's going to be really honest and say, you know, kind of in the middle, I kind of got bored or whatever. You Mm. still have that chance to, you know, maybe do some extra things in there. And then you are going to go to your, to an editor, you're going to be having them fix things. And then when you go to pitch it, you pretty much know that that piece that you have written is the best that you can. And you've had a team that right off the bat has started helping you out finding those things that as you read it, you don't see it anymore. You're so into it yourself. You knew what you meant to say, but they didn't get it that way. And then influencers are those that you, uh, this is an easy one to use. Someone, you're writing a story about adoption and you would like someone who works in the adoption field to possibly come alongside you and share about this book to help their clients. Maybe they run an adoption office or something, an attorney that does those. And they might publish or not publish, excuse me, promote your book to those that are in that process of this. This might be something to help you, uh, whether it's a fiction book or it's a nonfiction book. It could help either way. And so those influencers are those that have that large platform and they won't be sticking around long, per se. They might, but mostly they'll just give you that big boost that you need. You know, somebody's writing a book about sports and things, and you kind of happen to have met Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow has got a large platform that when he mentions your name or your book at an event, people are going to listen. So that's an influencer for you. Okay, this is great. And I know that you did mention uh, street team as well, but let's mm-hmm. let's kind of take that into the looking at the street team and a launch team. They both have team. Are they mm-hmm. different teams? So what's what's the difference between a street team and a launch team? That's a great question. A lot of people use these two words as the same thing, and they can be. But in my opinion, I'm basing this on back in the day when we bought those big things called albums, people would be out there by Capitol Records in in California, just pacing in front of that door, waiting for their favorite star's album to come out. And the record producers finally said, you know what, let's use those people pacing up and down there. Let's give them a, a, a little sandwich board here, walking up and down, advertising this album. And so it became a street team because they were walking up and down the street with the sign. Um, so they are like your raving fans. The street team will be there and read whatever you write. 
and it, they're going to stick around. They're your big cheerleaders. They're your voice where you can't be. Then we go to the op, to the next step is a launch team. These are folks that they really believe in the book you just wrote and they love this and they support you and they want to help you get this out there. And they may stick around at the end of that launch and they may not, but a street team usually does. So there's why the difference in there. And a launch team is usually smaller because they're getting that book or the, the uh, ebook and they're devoted for that 12 weeks and they're going to just be hammering, you know, promoting your stuff on the social media and talking to anyone and everyone that they can. And so they're kind of there. And then towards the end of that, they move on. Sometimes they move on to other authors. Sometimes they stick around and want to stay in your street team. Uh, You don't know. But a street team is usually there all the time, sticking around. Okay. And then I see what you said with the launch team, then they have specific, specific duties, basically, is, you know, they're going to come in. I know we recently with Linda Gilden and myself, we recently had a book launch on the linked for couples and it was fabulous. And we had a nice number of people in the launch and they participated on a weekly basis. We had it for about six weeks and they really do help with the promotion. They help with everything. If we created memes, they passed them on. And I guess that's, and then the street team is what I'm getting from you. They stick around because they love what you write and they are those faithful faithfuls who are like, it doesn't matter what your next one is. I'm, I want to go with it and I'm going to stick here. So they they can be an overlap, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Correct. They often are. They often are. Okay. So do we need both? Yeah, I believe you do. Because from your street team, those are the people that maybe you have created a Facebook group and they hang out there often and you're talking about what's in process and I'm getting ready to pitch this next book or I just signed a contract and it's like sitting down with your friends over coffee and sharing about your book and asking them, what would you see my next book, including, you know, they might say, Oh, I want you to take this character and we want to follow their life. And so that's a great way to pull those ideas from them. So yeah, you definitely want to do that. And then there's where you can pull your launch team from. Once you put that application out there and you see some of those names from your street team, you have a way to double check and say, wow, this person here is very involved on my street team. I believe they would be able to do the launch team tasks that I would like them to do. And I know with being a part of a launch team, one of the critical areas is the individual being willing to, even though they may get a copy, a PDF copy of your book, these are people that you want to be willing to purchase a book. And if they're going to leave reviews, because that is the key for our book to rise in the rankings is to have reviews. And so if someone is on your team, but they're not going to write a review and there's several places to do that, um, Mm -hmm. if, if they're not able to do it. And this is one thing that I found as well, Tammy, is that, um, I would have, a few people that because of their email address 
Amazon wouldn't accept their review, even though they purchased a book. So these are things that we never even thought about. So I started researching some of that myself and finding out, do you have access to Amazon? Uh, Do you know that you had to have purchased at least $50 worth of products in the past, whatever it is, year in order for you to be able to write a review? So there was a lot of things that just kind of blew my mind in this book launch that we just did the beginning of this year. So I think it's important for people to know that when they have a launch team, like you said, there are specific things that we really want you to participate in. And this is what we need you to do. And so here's a question. Should everyone or can anyone be on a launch team or should everyone be on a launch team or a street team? Is it something that anyone can do or maybe... Are there some that you don't necessarily want or maybe would not benefit? I guess not necessarily want is not a nice, nice way of saying it. <laughs> but having no, someone on a launch team or street team, there needs to be a benefit to the author as well. That, that is definitely correct. Um, on one of the launch teams that I ran, and this is why I say that you should have an application. It can be very simple, but you need to have some specific questions. Are you willing to and have them answer it? And this is just a point. They don't always either read the question correctly or answer correctly because one of those is you must be willing to leave an honest review on Amazon on launch day. When it came to doing some things on Amazon, the one person said, I'm, well, she's already chosen, already read the book and says, I'm not allowed to be on Amazon. It's a thing with my husband. He refuses us to use Amazon. Oh, wait, what? Um, what? Uh. <laughs> so, so you, I mean, they're going to sneak in there anyways, but that's the importance of having that initial application, I know you have to, you know, go through them and look at them. Sure. But if they answer, I'm only on Facebook. Okay, well, then maybe you might want to pop over and say, well, they're only on Facebook, that's not going to help me. But you go over and you say, Oh, but they have the they have 5000 followers. And then they have another page that they um, do and they have like 9,000 over there that they chat with about books or something and you're right. like, oh, 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 well, okay. You know, so you, 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 there is a little bit of work on the author's part. You don't just say, okay, I'll take the first 50 that apply. You do need to really look through that because if they're not a presence in social media, if not, why, you know, but if they're really huge, maybe they don't really do much on Facebook, but they are an Instagram influencer with 19,000 followers. You're like, Mm. oh, okay. So that's a good one. You know, so you, it's not just a very easy, and you were asking this questions and I was laughing in my mind going, yes, no, no to that. Yes, no. There, (laughs) you you do have to, you know, it's not just anybody can be on a, a launch team. And it's not that you should say no to someone who just because they only have 50 Facebook followers, but then you pop over and her other social media is, Whoa! you know, so you want, you want that. I would say you just need to take your time as the author, or if you're hiring someone to make sure that those you are choosing are willing to do the activities that you would like them to do, if at all possible. and 
they look like they have a reach out there or that network that I like to talk about your book. Good, good answer. So what is the, what is the timeline that we're looking at of getting started with street teams, launch teams yeah. to make all of this success? What is our author looking at? You can see the answer to this one all over the place from two weeks before launch to four months before launch. And honestly, with those that I've been on and those that I have either ran or helped run, I think that at at least at 16 weeks out from your launch date, you need to be looking for those applications to go out so you have time to look through the answers and then pick those people, notify them. Get them set up if you're going to use a Facebook page. Gather your little team to communicate and get them involved with what's going on, where we're at in the process, when they think they might get their books in their hands or be able to download them, and then be active with them and say, I'm going to have a task list or I'm going to post them here weekly so they know what to do, and then pop in with them. Um, I ran one where the author was on a deadline and so she couldn't be in every day, but I became her little fill in and I came in and I cheered them on and, and I looked at what they were doing and and they were very active. Um, and then I started getting messages of what else can we do? What else can we do? And I'm like, um, uh, let's do this. You're ahead of the ball game, but let's go with it. And they got so excited that by the time launch team, day or excuse me launch day was here they had completed almost their whole entire task list which blew me away blew the author away and we were like okay then so waiting too short of a period then everything's in their face like how do i do this and i don't know how to do that and i i, I don't know how to well, load there's like up. a learning there's like a learning curve correct and okay. give yourself that time as the author you're going to be so busy that week Don't put that on your lap that you're going to train them how to write a good review of making sure they don't say, this is my friend and I loved her book. Boom, it's kicked out. It'll never make it. And so there's little things that you want to be able to train them along the way that it wasn't all you all that week. Oh, and the baby came out that you just published. So you need to make sure that you have that in a slower fashion, whether it's the 16 or eight, just don't do two. (laughs) Right. You need to develop that relationship. And it, yes. it sounds like a street team is part of a relationship already. Mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine who writes Bible studies. And one of the things that she has done is she has a group that meets on a regular basis on Facebook and social media. And they go through the study and she accumulates more people going through her studies And then as a new book is coming out, she lets them know, hey, this is going to be coming out soon. Just wanted you to know. Well, she's already developed a relationship with them. I see that as what you're saying, the 16-week out, someone is really engaging with their team, with their street team. And from that, then they pull those that want to be part of the launch team because she doesn't assume that everyone that's with her going through this particular study would necessarily be part of the next study coming out, but she's built a relationship and they find out that she's not about promoting just herself. She's about 
helping them get to their next step. And anytime we connect with that, what is the adage? A lot of people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Right. And this is really part of that as well. And so I like that you're sharing that with us is that we need to be involved on a daily, weekly basis or find someone else who can be in there during the launch team to engage with those that are actively asking, okay, what else? What next? And I know that you share like memes that they can share in social media and that there's, you know, uh, you had mentioned to providing that countdown. Okay, we're this far away and keeping that energy level really at a good place. I know too, asking questions about the copy that they have been reading, engaging with them in what were your thoughts on this? And this is past the beta readers, right? Because beta readers are all well before that. Beta readers, I really like that you said your beta readers are before you've even proposed this to a possible publishing house is you're really getting it tightened up, right? Right. It can be, yes. It's preferred that way so that you can have some other eyes on it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And mm-hmm. I mean, and you can certainly have beta readers that are before it comes out, but you know that it's going to be the people that they're either influ- not influencers in that area, but people that, as you said, they may be writing that same genre or there are people that are going to be reading that genre as well. So this is this right. is all good. Oh, what one about, of the things. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just you just said something that made me think about it. Is when you're in your launch team, that private group, and you mentioned about you're asking them about now that you're reading the book and what are your thoughts on the book. One of the best things is start giving me some of your favorite one-liners you're reading as you read them. Boom. We use that and we turn around and we make memes for them to share because they like that one. Hey, they used my comment. They used my favorite line. And they're out there sharing like crazy because that's the line that they liked. And that helps you out a little bit. I mean, you want to know what's catching people's eyes. Maybe that's not a, you thought that's the sentence you liked out of that chapter, but three people put it in there and there you go. They did a little bit of work for you. But you also know that, wow, I didn't think that was a sentence that I would have thought resonated with people, but it did. That's right. And so, yes, getting getting those quotes. What's your favorite quote? What's your favorite section? What's your favorite? And this works for fiction and nonfiction, folks. You want to know what the takeaway is that your readers have. And as you said, Tammy, when they give it to you and you go, oh, here's a quote and it's by so-and-so who's part of our, our street team or part of our team. And then other people get curious. What, what is a street team? I want to be part of that team. I want to be, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be engaged in this. So it really does give that sense of community and that we're very thankful for those that are taking time out of their day, out of their life to be able to read what it is that God has placed on our heart and we want to put out there and we want it to be the best that it can possibly be. Well, with that in mind, let me ask you about this. A lot of people talk about swag. And Mm -hmm. I know that you mentioned that the launch team is probably the group that receives swag for their efforts. So share with us what that might be. Swag can be anything that you would like to gift to your launch team for their time. 
They already are receiving a free book, whether it's in their hand as a paperback or it is on their digital reader. That's one thing. But swag can be anywhere from a bookmark to a handmade bookmark, or there's a specific author who's been on the podcast that loves sending chocolate with her new book cover wrapped around that chocolate bar. Um, I've had pens. Uh, there's, I've received necklaces with the uh, logo of the book. So it's whatever you think you would like that team to have to remember your, first of all, you're very grateful. So it's a thank you gift, but also to remember your book. Um, there's another has done keychains with charms that are items out of the story. Mm. And so you look at that little bookmark, it's a little metal one that sits in your book and you look at that with those charms, you know exactly what book that you did that for. So swag can be just about anything, whatever you're, you are creative to do. um, It's just a thank you gift is the best way to say that. And it can be whatever your budget can afford. It doesn't have to be competitive with others. Oh, that person sent them seven little pack things in their package. Whatever you can afford, it's a thank you gift. Thank you for your time that you just gave me, you know, 12 weeks of your time being on the social media, reading my book, and I appreciate you. That's very good. All right. So anything else that you want to share with us as far as the timeline, anything that we might have kind of skipped over a little bit, with the four different aspects with your beta readers and your influencers and your street team and your launch team, are we good to go? Or what are your thoughts? I think we touched a good enough amount on there. I mean, if they have some questions, they can pop them in the comments below on our page of our Blue Ridge podcast, your best writing life. And um, I'll pop in there and see if there's anything that's on there or they can email me the I think you're going to be giving those things out at the end. So I'd be happy to help. Yeah, I'd be happy to answer questions. That's something that we didn't cover. Excellent. Very, very good. And you're right, folks. I I will include everything in the show notes. So you'll have the means to get a hold of Tammy. And you'll find her everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Goodreads. And so, yeah, you're going to have that. But I've got a quick question for you. Right now, in this season of life, what brings you joy? Well, Linda, that depends on how you define joy. One thing that happened to me in November, and when you just now asked me that question, you would have no idea that my word for this year is joy because of this event. I was walking my little dog in November outside a beautiful sunny day in South Carolina, bare feet, And I felt this strong, audible voice say, what is bringing you joy? I thought it was audible, so much so I looked around and I saw no one. I thought my neighbors were out. Now I thought I've lost my mind. And I now realize that I don't seek joy because I don't know what joy is. And what I found is that I have been chasing Happiness and happiness is the things you do with people, the the things you do for fun, 
that's not joy. For me, I'm learning that joy only comes from the Lord and that I need to seek that kind of joy. In the season that I'm in, I'm an empty nester. My daughter just got married. And so I am at that point where, where is my joy? I have happiness in my life, but where is my joy? And so my year, my year, 2021, I am seeking the joy that only comes from our creator and our Lord. And that's where I'm parking in 2021. Wow. I'm like, yeah, I had no idea. I had no (laughs) idea. God is so good. He is so good. Thank you for sharing that, Tammy, because I know someone needed to hear it. So thank you so much for being Mm -hmm. transparent with that. Yes. Well, as we wrap up, let us know what you have as your gift away for our listeners today. I know that I talk very fast. I I realize that. So I have sent Linda already an outline of the notes that we have in case you weren't able to catch them. Um, You can download it. A lot of the points that I've made today are on there. And again, I'm also available. You can email me, um, send me messages. I would be more than happy to answer those questions for you. Launch team to me is important. Um, Obviously, I like it. I've been on so many, but I have seen the value of those that have had them and those that haven't and where they are. So if I can help you in any way, I'd love to do that. Oh, that's so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Everyone, you're going to really enjoy when you go out to Tammy's website. Tammy is our pink girl. She is fabulous. And she is tickled pink about so many things in life. And I just, I just love, that's one thing I love about her is she enjoys life. She enjoys what God does in and through her life. And she really does enjoy the people in Mm -hmm. her life. Mm-hmm. So, and there is a difference between joy that we find from the Lord and enjoying the people in our life that he, he gives us that if we can stand on that foundation of the joy in him, instead of the happiness that can be fleeting sometimes, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's fabulous. Yes. So thank you so much for being here with me today. And thank you for feeding into the lives of our writers. Tammy totally enjoyed you being here with me. Thank you, Linda. (laughs) And thank you, friends, for joining us. And please take a moment, and you know what I'm going to say. Take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review, because what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I look forward to being with you here next time on Your Best Writing Life.